This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Amy Dunphy. Now, a decade ago and for several years before that, the greatest football team in the world was undoubtedly Barcelona. They had Pep Guardiola as coach. They won the Champions League twice. They had some of the greatest players we've ever seen. Lionel Messi, of course. Xavi and Iniesta were great players in that team. And... I think anybody who saw them will never forget them. They'll always be remembered. But over the last few years, the club has taken a turn for the worst. Messi left. Pep Guardiola, of course, has moved moved on five or six years ago to Bayern Munich and then to Manchester City. The club went technically bankrupt. And it's been extremely traumatic for Barca fans. And there are many of them. And we're joined now from Barcelona by Richard Fitzpatrick, an Irishman who works as a journalist in Spain and has been there for a very long time and knows everything there is to know about this story. Richard, thank you very much for joining us. The fact that Barca fell so far and are now trying to get back, and seemingly they are joint top of the league with Real Madrid, or they were last time I looked. Correct. Yeah, yeah. They're making an effort, but they have been bankrupt and they were paying players inordinate amounts of money. What was the cause of the bankruptcy? I know I know they got a new president in who was deeply unpopular with Messi and other players. Yeah, two two um, big financial reasons. The pandemic um, scuppered them, but the pandemic hit uh, a lot of clubs, but it particularly exposed Barca because their finances were so delicately balanced. They were, yes. before the pandemic, they were the highest earners in football, um, but they had huge outgoings. So, um you know their their wage bill was up at 70 80% of um, revenue which um, is is way higher than their peers in um, let's call it the industry which would be about, yes. at about 55% typically um so once the pandemic hit um, that exposed that fragility and um they're they're trying they're clambering now trying to um get themselves out of that hole that the pandemic created 
And the problem with those high wages is that they, they don't, you can't correct them overnight. Um, these high earners, they, they had to let Messi go. Um, they couldn't afford to keep him on the books. They let Antoine Griezmann go. Um, but there are others still at the club on these huge wages. Um, for example, um, the three um, Peso Pesados, the, the three heavyweights in the dressing room, three of the, the club captains, they call them, uh, Gerard Pique, Sergio Busquets, uh, Jordi Alba. Um, they, they have a couple of years left to run on their contracts. Uh, Busquets expires at the end of this season. So it's basically five, year, five years spread over three players, five seasons. It's costing them $200 million, um, for those um uh, effectively five seasons 40 million yeah 40 yeah. million uh, uh, gross uh, per season for each of them that's, a, that's absolutely incredible incredible and it's not that they're starters PK has now slipped down to fifth choice central defender Alba is a reserve um, although they have a plague of injuries at the moment he, he, he is uh, in and out of the starting team but he's not a first first choice player um, so that's huge, huge money they're um, they're wasting on on these players that are effectively substitutes. And you've also got the problem they can't sell um, these assets that they have. So during the summer, even just under pressure to get all these players off their wage bill, they released Umtiti, who cost thirty million for free transfer. Trincao, thirty million. I think they got about seven million for him. He went back to Portugal. Um, Panic uh, went. They bought him for 60, 70 million in a, a player swap with Juventus, went on a free transfer. Langley, 30, 40 million from Sevilla, they bought him. He went on a free to um, Spurs. So they can't, and they can't sell players. was another either. expensive purchase. Yeah. And he actually, his contract had expired and they re signed him as a free agent. But they paid a lot of money for him, didn't they? Yeah, the, uh, they did. They oh, they paid extra, extraordinary money—one hundred and five million plus add-ons, uh, reaching up to one hundred and forty million for a guy. He was twenty at the time, nineteen. He'd scored six goals in the Bundesliga the previous season. It was a huge, huge gamble, but they were they were under pressure at the time to replace Neymar. Two the the two other um, sticks that people beat them with, of course, are Griezmann. They bought him for one hundred and thirty-five million. They could only so sell him. They agreed to deal during the week with Atletico for 20 million huge loss on, on the balance sheet and Coutinho another player 160 million including add-ons they sold him for 20 million to Villa during the summer so they're not selling well like compared to say Real Madrid who who just have to turn to Manchester United to offload their um, <laughs> expensive earners yeah. you know they got 60 70 million for Casemiro same, similar fee for uh, Rafa Varan the previous summer, Angel de Maria, if you go further back, um, they've always sold uh, well, but Barca have not been selling well. Now, this weekend, Real Madrid play Barcelona in the Clásico. It's the most famous derby in the world, Madrid-Barca. It's in the Bernabeu on the 16th of October, which is Saturday, I think. Let's look at a couple of cases. They've bought Lewandowski, from Bayern. In fact, he was on a free, I think. They got him, and he has been a success, hasn't he? And they are joint top of the league with Real Madrid at the moment. 
Yeah, the Lewandowski case is is very interesting. Uh, he he actually they they bought him, and it's very contentious. They they paid up to like forty five million for him, which is you know maybe twice what you'd expect to pay for a, yeah, a guy who turned well thirty four. Yeah. Exactly, turned thirty four in August. I think it was during the summer. Um, and they, this is uh, typical of them of Barca. They gave him a four year contract. Uh, Bayern weren't prepared to give a guy in his who was hitting his mid thirties. They were only prepared to give him one year contracts. Um, right, that's, you know what Real Madrid do as well. A lot of clubs have that policy for over thirty year old players. But um, Barca were desperate to get him. Lewandowski um, pushed to get out of the club, which a lot of players don't do. Um, so they got him, but the, um, so far it's it's paying off. Um, you you know, goal wise, he's been extraordinary. Twelve goals in eleven games, yes. so he's absolutely delivering. But also, he's um, he's brought illusion, as they say in Spain, brought kind of excitement and magic to the club. And the clubs like Barca and Real Madrid live on these um, Galactico players. They yes. need them to. They've been selling. Uh, Lewandowski jerseys like Juros, as they say here. Um, <laughs> the, this, the, it's extraordinary to jump in attendance figures at the camp now. I mean, the the, um, the fans are behind the club, and they're a very ratty bunch uh, when things aren't going well. But um, it's stadium attendance is huge jump from 50,000 to 80,000 for games against the likes of Rayo Vallecano or Rayo de Lid, averaging um, 85,000. It's huge, huge numbers. Um, whereas last year, they were on 55,000 average at the stadium. So there is a lot of excitement with, with the new signings. Now, when they were virtually bankrupt, I think technically maybe they were bankrupt, yeah. they did some remarkable business that's what we're, we're putting. They got a, <laughs> they got approval for a one point five billion spend on the stadium to overhaul the stadium, and they also sold twenty five percent of their TV rights for twenty five years for half a billion five hundred and seventeen million euros, and they also sold fifty percent of something called Barca Studios for 200 million. And of course, they famously spent all of last summer, Richard, trying to sell or get rid of Frankie de Jong, a very good young Dutch player that they spent a lot of money buying. The television rights deal seems to me to be particularly foolhardy. For 25 years, 25% for half a billion, you know, they'd be spending that on PK's wages. Yeah, yeah. If if you if you you can never we can never be sure about projected income um, because the figures will vary um, in the future. We don't know how, how things pan out, but um, you you can today we could make a, um, a a back of a cigarette pack mathematical deduction yeah. and say they're going to lose. Uh, they've they've paid they've got in five five hundred six hundred million, and whereas they would earn like. A, one billion plus over those twenty five years in yes. in in income if they held on to that and, po- and possibly more. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's it's on the face of it, it's not good business. But their their backs are to the wall. Um, it's interesting. Like they they've you mentioned the the money they've got uh, from Goldman Sachs. You know they're they're going to do a stadium rebuild for one point five billion. They got yes. um, the they have the approval for that. So. 
if the, the company or the if if they are a company, the, the um, investors do look at them and uh, say, okay, this is a, a, a solid or it's it's a worthwhile investment. You know, other clubs would struggle to get um, backing financially for all these moves. But um, as La Liga president Javier Tebas says, Barca are a money making machine, so he's not concerned about them um, long term. What will be troubling for the fans is they're just toying with their member um based ownership structure because these debtors if things go awry they'll call in the debts and it'll end up the company um they, they could sell, it'll become 50% owned by investors that kind of um um, model financial model so that's the kind of anxiety or the worry for fans um uh, like Barca isn't like a club like Valencia that's in dire straits or you know a club even yes. like Burnley in in England or something who falls out of the, the English Premier League um they're, they're such a huge big brand and they're not as bad badly off as the Italian clubs who were completely in in the toilet these days they're the average Serie A club earns a quarter of what an English Premier League club earns um so Barca do have kind of um strong enough foundations but they're absolutely taking huge um the president would call them calculated risks they're gambling against uh, their future and for they need very short term success um or otherwise they look very foolish with these with these measures when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at bluenile.com you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you find the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, the case of Frankie de Jong is very interesting, Richard. A lot of clubs in Europe wanted de Jong when he was at Ajax. They got him. They paid a lot for him. And they spent 
the whole of last summer trying to get rid of him, even bullying him to get him to go somewhere else, including Manchester United who wanted him and English clubs and also the big clubs around Europe wanted him. He didn't want to go. Yeah, it was a, it was a fascinating uh, soap opera. As, as, as How good is he, Richard? That's the thing, Eamon. He yeah, he came to to Barca. He was he, he had a brilliant Champions League season that season. I think it was 2018, yes. 2019. You know, he, he mesmerized at the Bernabeu. I remember in particular against Real Madrid in a in a win for Ajax. Um, but he's a holding midfielder. He typically plays in a, in a as one of a pair of holding midfielders but that position isn't there in the typical Barca structure they usually play three across the middle and Busquets is in that central role so I mean I I remember going to games last season and you had in the second half of the season you had Pedri on one side the young on the other side Busquets in the middle and it was like a river uh, flow, flowing. The, the ball just went straight to Pedri, would go straight to Pedri all through the game. He was a magnet. He's, he's an amazing yeah, player. Yeah, he, he's watch. only 19, isn't he? Yeah. And they have got some young talent. Pedri, Gavi. Exactly, yeah. Balde, who's only 18. Yeah. Gavi's 18. Mm-hmm. So this is probably, well, certainly the hope that there would be another group like the Xavi and yes, the Messi team who had grown up together at their famous youth academy and that this may happen in the case of Gavi, Pedri and Balde. We should just say, and I haven't mentioned it really mm. except in the introduction, Xavi, who was the captain of that great team, is now the coach. How is he regarded and how has he done as coach? Yeah, he he like I mean you you mentioned Gavi there has come into the, he, Gavi is keeping the young out of the team this season he, he's still a teenager I mean uh, Jaffe wouldn't be so romantic that he play with his own career you know he's no, no. picking Gavi for a reason ahead of the young so the young doesn't he hasn't really pr- done it over in the three years. Um, while he's been at the club, and that's why the the club were keen to sell him during the summer because he was a saleable asset. They would have got you know eighty million plus for him. Presumably, the reason he's not going, Richard, is his salary. Uh, yeah, yeah, it definitely the, the uh, one of the big factors is the money. He's owed a lot of money. He deferred wages to seventeen million during the pandemic. Uh, he wants wow. his money um, back. He. Um, He's he's also his salary is um, weighted um, to be a lot higher in the last few years of his of his contract. Right, I, I think his contract goes until twenty twenty five twenty six. There's a good few years left in it, and twenty twenty six. I think. Um, so he wanted to hold on for that money. Also, the word from his camp is that he's very happy in Barcelona with his partner. They like the city. That he you know he was always a Barca fan. He wants to. To make it at the club, he wants to dig in and, and prove himself. So he wasn't just wasn't keen to leave, and he he had the power because he has this contract that runs for a few more years. You know, there's nothing they can do, and they tried, as you say, bullying him. They they even tr- threatened him uh, with criminal actions. They were saying that he, he the contract renewal he negotiated with the previous president was illegal. This kind of um, stuff. So, but he dug in, and and he's and he's staying staying put. But for now, Javi isn't picking him, and he's starting eleven. Um, so he he has to prove himself. What kind of football is Javi offering? I mean, does he favour 
the style that Pep and the team that Javi captained played, what they call tiki-taki, short passing, lots of movement, that kind of football? Or is there any distinctive style? Uh, oh gosh, yeah, he's straight from the um, Guardiola, Cruyff school, possession-based, yes. uh, or position-based football, they call it here in Spain. The um, two wingers playing wide, high-line defence, uh, the, the high press, uh, which is working, that's Gavi in particular, midfield is, is really, is like an engine. He's just runs all day. Um, so they, he's, he's a, like all the signs are, he's been in the job almost a year now, 12 months, and the signs are, are very good. I mean, he's under a lot of pressure, but, um, like it was interesting. Panic was offloaded there, uh, a month or so ago. Um, and he, he said in an interview there last week that the, the difference between Coleman and Javi is like night and day. Ronald Koeman was the previous coach. Yes. He said Koeman, there was no intensity with him in training uh, sessions. He didn't prepare for matches. Javi is all about tactics and ideas, and he's got a huge energy and obviously huge, huge stature in, in the club and in the game. He was really pivotal in the summer. They, they brought in all these players and they made fools out of Chelsea several times. Chelsea were in for Rafinha and they wanted, um, they wanted to get Dembele. They wanted Jules Kunde is a f- fantastic uh, central defender. They got him. Um, ahead of Chelsea, Sevilla, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, from Sevilla and Chelsea were in were in pole position to get him, but um, Barca nixed Chelsea in all of those moves, uh, and Javi was a key player in all the, those negotiations. A phone call similarly to keep Lewandowski calm during their transfers, his transfer saga. But you know, when Javi calls, you get a phone call from Javi. Players sit up and yes, listen, and, and they buy into his his project. So he's been very impressive. But it's you know it's a difficult uh, difficult job he has because the demands for success are so high now. Now there are suggestions that I've seen recently, Richard, that Lionel Messi might go back to Barcelona. Within the last ten days, I've seen this rumor. He's fed up at PSG, and I don't blame him. Apparently, Mbappe is fed up at PSG as well, and with Neymar playing alongside him, I don't blame them for being fed up. But it seems like PSG is a shambles and Messi is unhappy. Would he be welcome back? Which is probably a stupid question. Yeah. And, and do you think there's any substance to it? Has there been any talk in Barcelona about it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's a, it's a huge question here. And um, it's, yeah, I mean, P- Paris is just uh, it's just a circus up there. It, it is a circus, it's, it's no ama- doubt about it. Yeah. Amazing Mbappe, he he got all the tea in China or all the the gold yeah, in Qatar during the summer. He, yeah. He's in the papers today. Actually, yeah, he's expressed his desire to leave. He's unhappy and he wants to get out of there. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, Messi. There's a very well sourced journalist in Argentina um, who says that Messi is going to leave at the end of the year and return to to um, to Barca. So that's got uh, everybody talking. Um, you ask a very pertinent question: Would it be a, a good or a bad idea that it come, he comes back? It's it's a really valid uh, um, idea to 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 wonder about. Yeah, he hasn't looked the same player. With PSG, I have to say, Richard, I watch a lot of, as many of their games as I can see, but that could be a lot to do with the standard of the French mm. league, which is poor, 
the lack of inspiration. Yeah. He's got very close to Neymar, which yeah. I'd be worried about. Yeah. Because Neymar, well, apparently they get on very well. They do. They socialize together. That's not good because where Neymar socializes, <laughs> Messi shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I doubt he'd be he'd be out in the town like Neymar will, but the, it's it's a it's it's just a bad in, uh, environment. You would, you would, you'd have to think. Yeah, Messi in his defense last season, he had a bad bout of COVID and he was injured, so that yes. that's um, that's um, partly explicable for his kind of so-so performances. He's Did been, his family move to Paris with him? They did, yeah. They're backwards and forwards to Barcelona a lot. Um, it's not yes. far away, and um, uh, obviously, Messi has his private plane. Um, they they did. He's he's not happy in 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 the city. He wants to get out of there. Um, uh, he wants to return to Barcelona because it's his home. Uh, you know, yes. effectively, with the three kids have grown up here, and they're still quite young. You know, um, they're all under ten. Um, so they want to return. Um, would it be a good idea for the club? He'll be thir- he'll be thirty six uh, in June. You know, he he's we see with Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. Th- these players coming to the end, they just exert such a, a weight in, on a club uh, yes. in the dressing room um, at a board level. You know, um, he he's such a dominant, silent dictator figure. For him to come yes. back in now. Uh, it'd be very strange, very difficult for the for the coach Javi um, if he's still there. Um, uh, the the pressure on the other young players in in the squad. Um, it just you know, wh- where would he come in on on the team? It would it would kill the likes of uh, Ferran Torres, Ansu Fati. Yes, these guys yes. who were brought in. Rafinha was bought. You know, he'd, you'd think he'd go in. Um, on uh, on the wing again, um, so their futures would be compromised. How would he um, uh, dovetail with Lewandowski? Lewandowski is, um, you know, he's the man, the main man now yes. in the club. So it it and he's not twenty four, twenty five, you know. Um, so it's yeah, it's debatable. He'd he'd also have still command a huge salary, like so. Um, it's very questionable whether it would be a good or a bad move. There's a huge emotional um, um, yes, pull of uh, by the club, by the fans. They all want to see him return, you know, um, because yeah. he left under such sour circumstances. Now, the Classico tomorrow in Madrid. Great coach Ancelotti has done a fantastic job at Madrid with a kind of aging team in a way but he's just been brilliant. They're joint top of the league, aren't they? Correct, yeah. At the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's a massive game. It's, I mean, it's huge. I can't remember Classico is, is important, particularly well, for Barca, um, not in many, many years. And also the two clubs have pulled away from the other clubs in La Liga. It was quite even for the last three, four or five years uh, but Atletico have fallen off um, so Classicos have a hu- always have a huge bearing on the title race um, of course. this one for emotion reasons uh, Barca could very easily get spanked 3-0 it's at the yeah. Bernabeu Benzema, um, yeah. yeah and that would create problems Real Madrid are, yeah, as you say, 
Ancelotti did an extraordinary job. They came came in last season and they won a double. Yeah. Um, they don't normally do that, Real Madrid. All those European Cups they've won, they, they rarely win the league the same season. They did it in 2017 and you'd have to go back to 58 um, was the previous time. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, know. even though they've won 14 European Cups. So they, they won the big double. They're motoring this um this season again um un, undefeated um they've qualified for the the knockout stages of the champions league and um uh they 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 just look like a machine now it's interesting i wonder what will happen over over the the length of the season you've got the world cup coming in Ancelotti, yes. the previous time he was in this job he'd delivered a champions league trophies first season the first in 12 years and in, in 2014 and the following season they went on you know they were on a high they, they won 22 wins in a row it's a club record i think it's a world it might be a world record it's definitely uh, a club record um but then they they started to falter in the spring and they ended up the season trophyless ancelotti was out on his on his backside <laughs> um sacked at the end of the season so his football seasons are long you know the wheels could come off there but um, at the moment, they look really, really strong. Like um, So it's a very, very difficult tie for, for Barca. Barca won last spring at the Bernabeu. You might remember 4-0. It was a great performance. Yes. But Real Madrid at the league wrapped up at that stage. They were, you know, they were still in the Champions League. So it was a completely different set of circumstances. Just a one correction I think I should make. The 16th of October is on Sunday. Is it right that the class goes on yeah. Sunday? Yes, yeah, yeah. You're so, right, yeah. sorry for anyone who's yeah. listening. One other question. I know that Barca and Real Madrid, there's a small group, Barca, Real Madrid, I think it's one of the Italian clubs, who are persisting with the idea of a Super League. Oh, Juventus. Yeah. Juventus, exactly. They've taken it to court. My view is, I mean, what separated the Premier League, Richard, as I'm sure you'll agree, from the rest of Europe is the money generated by television in the Premier League because it's so competitive, because it's watched everywhere in the world and Uh they have amazing deals. My view is that they'll win. Nobody else thinks that, but I think the judges will rule in favour of the argument which... Barca, Juventus and Real Madrid will be making, which is that they are businesses and they are free to organize themselves as they wish. And the last time this was tested, or the defining testimony, was with the Bosman ruling. Bosman was a player in Belgium. He was at the end of his contract. He wanted to leave. His club stopped him and he went to court. And the final ruling of the European court was Bosom was arguing that he was a worker like any other worker. The club's football was arguing that football was special, that it wasn't a business, that it was a sport. The court found that it was, in fact, a business, and therefore Bosom was right. And that's what led to freedom of contract and all the money <laughs> that everybody's earned since. Exactly. Now, what we're looking at at the moment is Barcelona, Real Madrid and Juventus arguing that we're not bound by sports rules. We are a business or businesses and we are entitled to organize our businesses and our dealings 
in our own interests. So go away. I think the judges might find that their their argument is valid. Big time. Everybody's uh, a bit of breath. It, the, the ruling yeah, I mean, will in, be in England. They're not even yeah. talking about it. Yeah, no, well, here, yeah, for self-interest, it's a huge, huge um, thing because, yeah, the two main movers in it are Barca and Real Madrid and also Juventus. They met um, in Las Vegas, uh, of all places, during the <laughs> summer, the three chairmen, yeah. um, Florentino, Joanne Laporta and, and Agnelli. Um, so, yeah, they're full steam ahead. They've adjusted their, their league setup. They want to have it an open competition, so there'll be relegation and promotion. Um, Laporta was hammering on about it again last week, saying, you know, we want... Uh, He's the Barca president. Yes, yeah. yes sorry. Uh, Joel Laporta was saying, yeah, we want uh, clubs from all over Europe to play in it. It'll be an open league, you know. Um, he was talking about the romance of Leicester winning the English Premier League yes. a few years ago. That's the kind of structure we want. Um, so uh, the, the ruling will be made in December, but European, the initial ruling. Um, so let's see what happens. Um, it's It's... It's a big play between the power. You, you'd wonder what will happen. Oh, it's the power of the English Premier League. Yeah, um, but they're running away with. Like during the summer, even the, the English Premier League spent uh, um, one point three billion net on transfers. La Liga oh, spent yeah. fifty five yeah. million. You know, they're just yes. A, a I mean, huge the, the Premier League is going to dominate more and more, mm. but this iceberg is looming, and I think. I'm not saying what I favor. That's mm-hmm. not the issue. In fact, I, I, I favor things being more equal. And I think with the power of the Premier League, that's not going to happen unless there are changes. But we'll see what happens. Richard, we're very grateful to you for joining us from Barcelona. Thank you very much indeed. We're grateful to Richard Fitzpatrick, to all of you who listened. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.